As always, it's the imbalance history of rock and roll. But today, we both are into a kind of a loving mood, wouldn't you say, Marcus? I would definitely say so, as it is Valentine's season or Saint Valentine's season. Look out, man! That little guy with the arrows is flying through. Hey, Kubo, I'm with Marcus Goldman, and yes. We're celebrating Valentine's 2023. And it's always uh, fun to talk about that aspect of music because the heart is a very key aspect of music. Love songs fit in that category as well because there are certain love songs whose lyrics resonate loudly with you. Everybody has them and it's different for everybody, which makes this a fun episode of the podcast too. Here's a thought. Love songs have been around for centuries. And you can find them as part of histories and places and culture throughout the centuries, right? In most societies that we know, even some we don't. Mm -hmm. But their ubiquity, their being a constant thread in societies is a modern phenomenon. The oldest love songs go back to Mesopotamia. So you're going back pretty far if you're there in the middle of the Tigris and Euphrates. You know what I call the fertile triangle, you know what I mean? And I would be willing to bet money that love songs and songs in general, whether they be spiritual, religious, or whatever, go back even further than that. We just only have documented record of said love songs as far back as Mesopotamia, but it's guaranteed because everything was passed down orally before it was written. So, Ah, Speaking of orally, the songs that set it apart are those about romance and erotic love. So that's what makes it a love song initially, you know? It's about the feelings and also the stuff I want to do with you. And that translates, if you think about it, moving through the centuries here into the 20th and 21st century, which is primarily what we're talking about with words of love for Valentine's Day here on the Imbalance History Podcast. When you get around to the more modern era of love songs, Marcus, there are there are so many that are favorites to people, right? Yes. Um, everybody has a different flavor or approach that they prefer. But why? Please tell me. Is Whitney Houston's greatest love of all cited as the number one love song on so many of the lists that I found in my research looking around on the internet and stuff? I believe the children are them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty they possess inside give them a sense of pride to make it easier let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be everybody searching for a hero people need Someone to look up to I never found anyone Who fulfilled my needs I cannot tell you why it is But I can tell you it's a fantastic love song And she had a voice that you could say was at the level of Aretha Franklin and those greats without a doubt. And she could sing her heart out like nobody's business. And while a lot of people cite greatest love of all as one of the, if not the greatest love song of all time, I will take, I will always love you over that any day from her.
that song melts me to the core when I hear it. I not love too many it. artists have one of those songs. You know what I'm saying? One of those songs. Yeah. And she's got two of them right there. The great Whitney Houston talking about love songs, so you can't go far without talking about her in that. Without a doubt. I mean, if we really decided to go down this rabbit hole, we could talk for six or seven hours straight. I would say coming out of the 20s and 30s, there were kind of like those stand-up singers who were doing what I would call appropriate for the times uh, love songs. And there were, of course, the people in the blues roadhouses, in the uh, bars and the speakeasies Mm -hmm. that were doing swing and jazz that were making all kinds of lewd inferences in Mm -hmm. their music. But the love song, you know, in the 40s and the 50s, the, the love me tenders of the world, the sincerity, the sincere love songs became part of American culture in a real way, in an increasing way since the 20s and 30s and 40s and on. Definitely. And in those days, white culture and black culture's love songs were separated. And I would love to, at some point, do a side-by-side comparison of those one day because it would be fascinating to do. Like find Love Me Tenders match in the R&B chart of the times. I bet you you could. I bet you we could have a whole lot of, first off, it's going to be a big research project. Absolutely. Research department, cancel your weekend plans. It's fascinating how this history, you know, how these songs evolved and how they rolled in that time period where some of them were dirty through wordplay and some of them were more sexy through wordplay, but they had to use words almost in a code-like way because if they came right out and sang it like you can today, they would have been completely blacklisted and banned and it would have been crazy. So they had to be very clever with how they wrote the love songs to be able to get them out there and be able to get them to resonate with the masses too. And kind of to contrast things that throw the romantic feel out there from the early days of love songs through now, I present the following lyric. My milkshake brings all the I love that song. Yeah, me too. But hey, what chance am I going to get to do it other than here on the imbalance? <laughs> love song. It is. And even like the breakup love songs or the heartbreak part of the love songs yeah, are pretty. Yeah, I never thought about that. They're part of love songs. Fascinating too. Right? too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> some what of them. of a broken heart, right? Ooh, yeah. I mean, some of these people have written some of the most incredible songs, Broken Hearted. It's amazing, right? Love, the same subject, taken from different angles. Mm -hmm. You know, the I love her, but she doesn't love me angle of the 40s or 50s. That kind of thing, right? Absolutely. All the romantic love flavors that Mm -hmm. are out there. All about the feelings of falling in love. And of course, the heartbreak, not only of psoriasis, but of breakup. One example of that is I heard it through the grapevine, and when you hear Marvin Gaye do it, he does it with such heartbreak and pain, and you can feel the pain in his voice, whereas John Fogarty of CCR does it with a little bit of anger and rage, like, how the hell could you do that to me?
And then you have Gladys Knight and the Pips doing a version of that, and Gladys is singing it like, thank God I found out what a jerk you were. I feel (laughs) relief now, and there's that sense of relief feeling in her version of that song, and I find that aspect of the hurt or the breakup or the pain part of love very fascinating because you have three different takes on one song, and each one of them works. It's the other side of the coin, but I think here on Valentine's Day, I think we should probably focus more on the romantic and endearing side of love. Otherwise, it could be a completely different five favorites. By the way, we're going to do a couple of five favorites on this week's episode. Uh, don't forget, in addition to kissing your honey and bringing them something sweet, don't forget to call your mother. Uh, she was your first Valentine. Just remember that. Yes. Well, we checked in with Vegas, Marcus, and they said, you clowns doing a double five favorites Valentine's Day, matters of the heart, forget about it. (laughs) There was no way they were going to even venture to take a risk in that area. So we'll set aside all the betting on this episode and just go for broke like you do when you want to ask somebody out and you don't have the nerve and you just kind of go for it. So let's go for it. Next up. Five favorite duets, the first of two five favorites in this episode. Love song duets for Valentine's Day. I'll give my number five and we'll go back and forth. How's that? Sounds good. I bet you we have a couple in common because we love a lot of the same singers. When it comes to duets, number five for me is Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Marvin and Tammy. My number five is one half the same as your number five. Kim Weston and Marvin Gaye. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. So close, because my number four is your same duet as your number five, Marvin, being Marvin Gaye, and Kim being Kim Weston, and it takes two, baby, it takes two to make a dream come true. Wow.
See all the options here on love songs and duets, man. We're we're having too much fun. Uh, that's my number four. So we almost have one in common there. And my number four, Ray. Stop dragging my heart around. Oh, good call, Nick's Petty. That's a really good one, man. You caught me off guard there with your number four, Petty and Nick's. My number three is a couple that's a little bit more well-known together than Tom and Stevie. They were also known by their first names, Sonny and Cher, and the classic, I Got You, Babe. Wow. What a classic and what a great choice, man. 60s old school. Very much 60s old school. Good good choice. Do you have a number three, sir? I do have a number three, and it comes from the band's least favorite album of all time, and it's one of their least favorite songs, but you can still feel a little bit of the love in the room when you hear it. It's See How We Are by the band X. Yes, Stone Silence, mic drop on this side. <laughs> there it is. Exit your number three. And your number two, sir? My number two is Ain't Nothing But The Real Thing. Tammy Terrell, Marvin Gaye.
so good, man. So many choices with Marvin in duets. You really do, you know? <laughs> you can just say all of them, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number two, there's an original version, which I love, by Maxine Brown and Chuck Jackson. But the version by Coco Taylor and B.B. King on B.B.'s Blue Summit album of Something You Got. Oh, baby, that's the one. My number two. expecting anything like that but yes before we take a break marcus we need to check on our number one love song duets for valentine's day here on our songs of love episode your number one my number one is your number five ain't no mountain high enough marvin gay tammy terrell He's on this top five three times. Tammy's on it twice. I love his voice when it comes to love songs. Here's another duet combination at my number one that we haven't considered or haven't heard so far. Are you ready? I'm ready to be shocked. You're going to shit yourself because you're going to be like, yes, Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway. Where is the love? So, don't leave me hanging 
Wow, what an incredible choice. And it balances our 10 songs that we picked in there perfectly, right? It's like, wow, one big glob of love, duet style. I know. And, you know, Fleetwood Mac's duet-ish songs where they both sing that are love-oriented or breakup-oriented did make our top five. We're probably in our honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, Elton John and Kiki D, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, was in my honorable mentions. I love that song. Diana Ross with Marvin Gaye, You're a Special Part of Me. Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson, Evergreen. I've got two that you haven't mentioned. I, I was thinking of Elton and Kiki. This one's going to shock you. It's going to hit you from left field. Get ready to duck because it's Shallow from Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Tell me something, girl Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fall In all the good times I find myself longing for change and in the bad times I fear myself wow. honorable mention duet baby love song too Woo. at least the, that's how a lot of people watching it felt steamy after that tell me something boy aren't you tired trying to fill that void or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? I'm falling In all the good times I find myself longing for change Well, I need a beverage. So let's go to Crooked Eye and grab a pint while we take a break and come back with a further discussion of songs of love and another five favorites. I think we're going to have some fun with this one. Uh, our second five favorites here on this episode of the podcast, all about love songs, our favorites for Valentine's Day. Next. Here in the wintertime, you still need a great sock because you're going to find a way to work out. Like when it got warm the other day and you told me you were going for a ride, you know, you got to have great socks. And since they started sponsoring our podcast last year, I know when you hit the road, you've got a pair of bold foot socks on those feet. I do. I love my bold foot socks, whether I'm riding outdoors or spinning on a spin bike. They wick the sweat off my feet so I don't get that mushy, yucky, swampy foot feel after doing something athletic. And when it's 40, 50 degrees and the wind can drop the temperature down another 10, having a sock like Boldfoot on to keep your foot a little warmer makes a big difference when you ride. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I can hear Marisa working out downstairs. And I know that she's got her bold foots working overtime when she's working out with Jillian, you know? Definitely. Whether you're working out or going for a ride or if you're an aggressive walker, 
you got to check out boldfoot.com. You can pick your design. They have so many to choose from, and a portion of all sock sales go directly to veterans' charities. And, of course, all socks are made in the USA. Veteran-owned, American-sewn. It's Boldfoot Socks. Thanks for the support, gang. It's always great to stop here in the middle of the Imbalance History Podcast and have a little pint of Crooked Eye in the heart of Hapro, pouring the cure for what ails you since 2014. But that doesn't say much about what they are and what they do. Crooked Eye is one of those brew pubs that is really tight within the community. And you really get a warm, friendly vibe when you walk in there. They've always got music. There's food now because of the Salty Vets barbecue, and they keep bringing out new brews on a regular basis as well as the old standbys. The winter brews are on the board. Go in and have one and check out some of that Salty Vets barbecue as well. And the entertainment at Crooked Eye, it's always changing, so follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Grab some friends, grab a date, head on over to Crooked Eye for some lovely beers and wonderful food and great atmosphere. In the heart of Hatboro, pouring the cure for what ails you. They are Crooked Eye Brewery, and we thank them for their support of the Imbalanced Podcast for about a million years now. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's Songs of Love on this week's episode of the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. My partner, Mark Goldman. I'm Ray Coob. We are discussing love songs, you know, as they pertain to us, but in general, too, right? Everybody relates to love songs in one way or another, and they pull our heartstrings differently each time we hear them, so... Beauty of it all. Yep, and sometimes they bring us back to happy memories, old partners that we really enjoyed or had some great times with, maybe a great vacation with an old partner, whatever it may be. These songs bring back memories, first crush. Some of them do that, that's for sure. So 
we had an idea to do our five favorite Valentine love songs. And we realized that it's a lot of songs. The things we really love about the music that goes with the Valentine's Day holiday. So let's just agree to cut right to the chase on our five favorite. And then we'll go for there. And I got another list I want to talk to you about, too, because this is what happens when we start talking five favorites here on The Imbalance History. So I'll go first of my five Valentine songs. And it was 5A. It was 5B. And finally, I said, no, I just got to do five. And the Beatles, something, became my number five from Abbey Road. You're asking me. We all know it. We know why. It's a beautiful song written about a lover in the garden at dawn. It's my number five. What's yours, buddy? My number five goes back to late 80s, early 90s. Sade, one of my favorite artists from that time period. Her song, Your Love is King, is one of my all-time favorites. voice is unbelievable her groove her vibe just fantastic always right. and the lyrics are so beautiful to whomever she is singing she is making them feel like the most important person in the world and that is what love is when it comes deep from the heart we're talking about our five favorite valentine love songs uh what's your number four my number four is Ain't Nobody Shaka Khan. And I just really love that song. It really has a great upbeat, happy vibe to it. In a lot of ways, it definitely makes me feel or think about my wife. So it's one of the songs that definitely reminds me of her when I hear it. So it's definitely well, in my top you should five. Be thinking about on Valentine's Day. So that's a perfect song. There you go. How about you? What's your number four? My number four was always a favorite of mine from Queen. But when I saw it in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie and its role there, it really became more poignant. Love of My Life from Freddie Mercury and Queen, my number four. Just a beautiful song about painful love. Love of my life, don't leave me. You've taken my love, now desert me. Love of my life, can't you see? 
That's a great song. Number three for me is Freddie's pal Elton John, right? Yeah. And the song he wrote that was unbelievable. Bernie's words on your song were iconic for all time. Amazing. I sat on the roof and kicked off the moss. Well, a few other verses, well, they've got me quite cross. But the sun's been quite kind While I wrote this song It's for people like you that Keep it turned on So excuse me for getting But these things I do To see I've forgotten If they're green Oh, they're blue Anyway, the thing is What I really need Those are the sweetest guys I've ever seen Absolutely incredible song My number three Another band that goes way back into the early days of my life But it's one of the songs that caught me as a child and throughout my life, whenever I hear it, I smile because it's a special kind of love. It's one of a kind love affair, The Spinners. Yeah. There's a beautiful, ideal, romantic side to that song that really, I guess you could say, hit me. And I still love what that song every name? time I hear it. No, there was nobody. It, this was from my early, early days as a like my elementary school days as a child. So I just remember hearing that song on the radio and just really, really loving it. On to the next number in the countdown, number two, going way back to those early days again. When will I see you again? The three degrees. Great song. It's a song of longing because somebody's yeah. leaving. You're hoping they come back. Absolutely. Wow. And another song I heard as a young child in the elementary school days, and it still sticks with me to this day, and I always, always get so excited to hear that one. I didn't think of my number two as a love song for a long time, but over a course of time, I realized the Beach Boys' God Only Knows really is a beautiful song 
about love. And that's why it's my number two. What a gorgeous song. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I'd be without you. You should ever leave me Well, life will still go on, believe me The world could show nothing to me And one of my favorite moments is in the movie Fifty First Dates. The Beach Boys? How nice of that man to give me a CD that will remind me of all the wonderful times I shared with his daughter. What an asshole! Cursing her father for giving him the CD with the Beach Boys. It's, you talk about Valentine's. Marisa and I share a lot of moments. 50 First Dates is one of our favorites. So, And, Ray, what is your number one? Well, I brought up Love of My Life. I brought up our connection on 50 First Dates with God Only Knows. And my number one, I was listening to it the other day, getting ready for this. And the son of a bitch did it to me again. I just broke down. Listen to John Legend singing all of me. And it's really so deep and so profound. What would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You've got my head spinning. No kidding. I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride And I'm so dizzy Don't know what hit me But I'll be alright My head's underwater But I'm breathing fine You're crazy and I'm out of my mind Cause all of me loves all of you love your curves and all your edges all your perfect imperfections give your all to me i give my all to you you're my end and my beginning even when i lose i'm winning cause i give you all one of the most loving love songs i've ever heard that's why it's my number one for valentine's day every year that one made my honorable mention list it is absolutely a wonderful song and like you said so deep hold on a second huh what's going on no there's a box there but i also got an email that you're something about your order from amazon yes don't look at it I can't look at it. The email doesn't tell me. What song are we talking about on this podcast right now? She doesn't get it. The email doesn't tell me what it is. That's why I was concerned that somebody hacked my account. I hacked your account, okay? So that I could get her a lost copy of a CD she loves. It's the song we're talking about. Can you believe it? Ironic. Wow. That's real life. That's wild. Dating the podcast. (laughs) And that's my number one. What's yours, buddy? 
My number one is a song that definitely makes me think of my wife every time I hear it. And I always get so excited when it comes on. We saw it live. It took me away. And I'm talking about You've Got the Love by Florence and the Machine. That song. What a beautiful song. It's so incredible. And live. It sounded better than it did on the record that evening, and I just totally got lost. Sometimes I feel like my head's up in the air. I know I can count on you. Sometimes I feel like saying, Lord, I just don't care. But you got the love I need to see me through. Sometimes it seems the going is just too rough. Now you know what kind of sappy guys we can <laughs> and it's really weird that the replacement CD for the John Legend CD that you lost a long time ago showed up outside in a pouring rainstorm mm-hmm. while we're doing this episode. So, hey, you know, I was thinking of some other love songs that neither one of us brought up, but you know who were really good at writing love songs? Who? The Beatles. I mentioned something being in my top five, right, from Abbey Road. Maybe I'm Amazed, which really is written by Paul, but still coming from that same place. That's one of my honorable mentions, and that was in my top ten. I couldn't put it in my top five. I tried to see if it would make it there, but moving those top ten around was really, really challenging and really, really difficult. But that's why I did a separate thing for the Beatles, because I couldn't fit all these into you know any list other than their own uh i love this one too if i fell because it's hardly half the idea if i fell in love with you is really the thought or it's only love it's only love and that is all why should i feel the way i do it's only love and that is all but it's so hard Loving you, yes, it's so hard. Loving you, but he makes it sound so goddamn important, right? Mm -hmm. One of my favorites, too, is the word. It's kind of cool, it's got that Farfisa organ sound, but the word, man, the word is love. There's so many great love songs. You Make Love and Fun by Fleetwood Mac, still one of my favorites to this day. Maybe I'm Amazed, which you mentioned by Paul McCartney. Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys Knight and the Pips, another one of my favorites. Six Underground by the Sneaker Pimps is one that I really, really love. Here's Um, one I can't believe you haven't mentioned because it was such a big hit in your wheelhouse. Berlin, Take My Breath Away. 
That was on the long list of honorable mentions that I am looking at, like, right now. What else is on that list? Uh, The The Love is Stronger Than Death. I Thank You by ZZ Top is a beautiful love song. Burning For You, Blue Oyster Cult. First time ever I saw your face. Roberta Flack, Killing Me Softly, another one. We missed one. We missed a bunch. Loves a woman. Percy Sledge, back to the shows, man. Sam Cooke sang some beautiful love songs. Buddy Holly sang some great love songs. You had uh, All Day, All Night by Bob Marley, Waiting in Vain. Layla, Have You Ever Loved a Woman by Eric Clapton. So there's... Billy Soul, Delphonics, Didn't I Blow Your Mind This Time. Stylistics, You Make Me Feel Brand New. The Shy Lights, Oh Girl. We could just keep naming songs for hours. Holy Bro. cow. Like, And they're all good songs. And then the going drifters, into... The yeah. Drifters, This Magic Moment, another one that was on my list. Wow. Just good fun. And it's all in the name of love. I'm exhausted, man. <laughs> that was a lot of fun talking about all those great love songs and uh, even more that we could talk about. Maybe next year at Valentine's Day, we'll put together a new list of five favorites that'll be mostly different than this now list. I have to go retrieve Maurice's Valentine's present from a downpour on the front step, so I have to go put on a, a rain jacket and get an umbrella. It's not lightning, so I'm good. And step out to pick up the delivery of the of the John Legend replacement CD. So I guess we should sign off before we go too much further. I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully you've had some love in your life, uh, even if it's your fur babies. And please let us know what your five favorite love songs are by emailing us, imbalancedhistory at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to know what tickles your fancy in the love department. And remember, a little bit of love goes a very long way. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Always live from the Dark Doc Media Studios on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. This has been Songs of Love on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.